following podcast contains spoilers and words like fuck and Mate, did we watch a thing this week? Yeah, we did. Hi there. Thanks for joining us here at We Watched a Thing. Um, hope everyone's safe and isolated, which, quite frankly, best way to be. Yeah, wash your hands, you scumbags. <laughs> hey, come on. Our, our listeners our listeners are washing their hands. Like a- I'm, I'm sure ours are. They're good people. Yeah, we have good listeners, not like those movie reviews and 20Q scumbags who aren't washing their hands. <laughs> Slander. <laughs> no, I'm, sh- I'm sure Sam washes his hands. Well, I'm sure Stacey does. All I'll say is New Zealand have gone into lockdown, probably because they couldn't convince their population to wash their hands. <laughs> I think New Zealand went into lockdown just as an excuse to finally keep Australians out. Yeah, that could be it. I mean, that's, even- That's my guess. Even our own Tasmania, which is our island, don't want Australians going there at the moment. So, um, but we do hope you're all staying safe. These are tough times. Officially, today, all of our cinemas have shut down, but it is all for the best. Yes. Do you miss the bushfires? <laughs> I'm feeling nostalgic for when the country was just on fire. I know. It's been one of those years, hasn't it? Fuck 2020. <laughs> It's like 2020, written by Stephen King. <laughs> so, all you, I mean, all, all you can do is stay inside and watch movies. Yeah, look, which I guess that part of it is fun. And we'll certainly keep doing that, even, even without new releases. I mean, hopefully we'll get to a couple of new releases over the future. But we're going to th- throw some fun things in there too. Let, let's announce, we know that the world needs a laugh at the moment. So, we have decided we will watch Cats. <laughs> <laughs> It is going did, did to happen. Did we decide this? We decided. Okay. I, ha- I, I can read out our messages verbatim okay. where you were like, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Where I was like, can we please, 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 please watch Cats? <laughs> anyway, we didn't watch Cats this week. What did we watch this week, mate? Upon request, we watched 2007's- 2007? 2007? Yeah, 2007. 2007's Blades of Glory. Yes. And when people think of 2007, you know, and they think of uh, No Country for Old Men and they think of There Will Be Blood, they think of Blades of Glory. Yeah. Was Blades of Glory not being nominated for Best Picture? That Like, people think it was Dark Knight. It wasn't. <laughs> it was Blades of Glory not getting nominated. Well, and that, that was what made the Oscars That's go, why they we expanded. Need ten, we need 10 nominations because Blades of Glory really should have been there. Because <laughs> it was robbed. <laughs> Both both feature uh, prominent but only early roles are, are played by William Fitchner. Is that true? It's there, man. You know, he's the bank manager at the beginning of Dark Knight. Yeah, but who is he in this? The guy who adopts Blondie. Oh, really? The guy that very clearly looks like William Fitchner. <laughs> you know I have terrible, terrible face memory. Like, we, we have a colleague at work who I worked with for- eight or nine years before she moved to a different state. She's, she's still in the team. We, like, we still work like with her, but I haven't seen her face in about six months. She was in town the other day and I, I didn't recognise her. I walked right past her. <laughs> I have a really bad face memory. That's not having a bad face memory. That's you being a bad person. That's different. No, no, no. I am terrible. At, like, honestly. All right. Well, I really like William Fitchner and I was delighted too. to see him. I, I like him too. I just didn't pick up that that was him. <laughs> All right. Yeah, okay. I messed up. 
Anyway, it gives you a little spiel on Blades of Glory. Okay, all right. It's a 2007 American sports comedy film directed by Josh Gordon and Will Speck. Stars Will Ferrell and John Hedder as a mismatched pair of band figure skaters who become teammates upon discovering a loophole that will allow them to compete in the sports again. Here's a fun fact for you. Did you know that Busy Phillips um, wrote this film? Really? Because from the credits, I thought there was like six writers. Yeah, yeah no, which, no, no. Which so, part of the script was she? Well, she conceived it and right. she fleshed out the screenplay and then- co-writers Jeff and Craig Cox dropped her name from the script. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess legally they must have made enough changes that get, I think the rule is is a third has to be written to get your name in the credits. Um, but Right. Yeah. So, it's kind of story by Busy Phillips and then written by a whole bunch of people. I, I guess, I guess. But, I mean, she had, I mean, it says fleshed out the screenplay. I'm guessing that she had basically written an entire draft before they- Dropped her off it. Well, it's a, it's a good idea. It, it seems like, you know, kind of fertile ground for comedy because to the casual observer, that is like those of us who watch ice skating once every four years at the Olympics, there's kind of a ludicrous aspect to it. If you Like if you don't really know what's going on, you're not like, oh, yeah, what they did there was like, I don't know what because I don't know anything about the sport. Like just to me watching it, I'm like, yeah, this is kind of silly. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the Not concept- as silly as ice dancing. I mean, that's just a fucking, what's that about? <laughs> I think the concept deserves better than this film delivered, is what I'm going to say. And I think there are aspects of it that work. I actually, I didn't mind, for example, some of the choreography and stuff. And I think some of the visuals look quite nice. But, you know, when you used the word silly before, I kind of feel like that's the movie's problem. I think it takes it, it doesn't take itself seriously enough to be funny for me. It's like it's trying to be silly and in that it's kind of not all that funny. Um, what did you think of the film? You hadn't seen it before, had you? Hadn't seen it before. I will say that I liked it more than I thought I was going to. Really? Particularly and particularly after um, kind of after like five minutes, I was like, yeah, this is exactly what I thought it was. And like the, I mean, just the stunningly lazy character introductions where they, I mean, they literally just like bring up their bios on screen and have a commentator tell us who these people are. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this is some suicide squad shit. Um, but then there's, cause there's a lot of writers that come up in the opening credits and at least one person who took a pass at this script wrote some funny stuff. There are moments, there are moments in this film where I'm like, that's yeah, that's funny. I mean, it's it's not as funny as Tommy Boy. It's it's significantly better than Tommy Boy. <laughs> Ouch. Um, I, I had seen this movie when it came out. I remembered thinking it was fine, but here's where I'm going to shock people. As much as I have a deep love of Tommy Boy, I don't like these SNL comedy films. Um, I don't like Will Ferrell. I really don't like Ben Stiller. Anything with Ben Stiller is right out for me. I like David Spade, so Joe Dirt is a win. But outside of that, I I just don't like this style of comedy for me. Like Anchorman, right out. I know that neither of us are a fan of, for example, Anchorman. I've never seen Anchorman because it's just not something that makes me go, yeah, I should watch that. Yeah, right. Which So that's the same way you felt about this, though, and yet you ended up 
liking it a little. Yeah. D- does it make you want to watch Anchorman? <laughs> no, nah, not really. <laughs> Someone would have to request it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like Will Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell doesn't do for me what he does for clearly a lot of people. Yeah, it's like you know, pick a bad, pick um, okay, Radiohead. Yep, I'm not saying Radiohead are bad. A lot of people are very, are, you know, are really into that band, myself included. <laughs> they don't do it for me, and I'm just like, okay, that's fine. I'm not railing against Radiohead. I'm just like, I'm not going to listen to them. Yeah, and that's that's me with Will Ferrell. Yeah, I don't dislike Will Ferrell in the way that I do dislike, say, Ben Stiller. But, yes, he's not my fave. Um, also, did you see Napoleon Dynamite? I did, um, like, after everybody else did, though. By the time I got to it, I was like, okay, this is this thing that a lot of people, and, like, a lot of people that like comedy that I like loved Napoleon Dynamite. And then I was like... When is this thing ending? I was so not here for it. John Hedder is a weird cat, man. Like he, do you remember? Like because Napoleon Dynamite made him huge. He like exploded, but literally just from that one role. I can't. I could not name another movie he was in apart from that and this. Yeah, because when this came out, it was oh, it's the Napoleon Dynamite kid. Yeah, exactly. And Napoleon Dynamite was big enough, even though it was an indie film, it was big enough to make him a household name in a lot of parts of the world. And yet, it just never really seemed to go anywhere because I don't know what happened to him. He fell off the face of the earth. I could never have told you his name. I just knew it was Napoleon Dynamite. So, a couple of people that we both absolutely love in this film, Amy Poehler and Will Arnett, who at the time of this film were in fact married- I, I don't find that nice to look at when they're playing brother and sister. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, you find it a little like a little bit unsettling. I find it a bit Lannister. <laughs> and then and then of course it happens. Yes. And the, I'm just yeah. like, ah, fuck. I yeah. knew it. <laughs> I didn't I didn't need to sit here for 90 minutes just feeling ill at ease about these people being on screen together. Because them being on screen together should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, I mean, Amy, like Amy Poehler is a certifiable comic genius. Yes, and yet I didn't particularly like the scenes in this film with her. No, I'm exactly the same. I feel the same way, you know. And when you were talking about somebody actually wrote some funny parts, surprisingly for me, that is the stuff between um, John Hedder and, and Will Ferrell. Yes, I agree. I, even though I don't particularly like either of them. They, I actually thought, had good chemistry in the film. Um, I do think there are some laughs there. I'll totally agree with you. My favourite part about the Amy Poehler-Will Arnett relationship was Jenna Fisher as their little sister because I love me some Jenna Fisher. And she, I think, is actually genuinely very funny and, for me, is the highlight of this film. So, I like, I mean, I didn't think she was bad. I don't have it. I haven't watched the, uh, the remake, Office, Office remake. Um, yeah, you really should. Like, while we're locked down, take the time, man. So, I have I have no relationship to Jenna Fisher. Um, I thought she was fine in the movie. Uh, I, and, like, there's not a ton for her to do, really. No. No, there's, there's not. not. I like, I don't think she left stuff on the table. I was like, okay, yeah, you had, you had that role in the film and you did it. Good job. 
Yeah, but that's kind of how I feel about every character. Like, there's no development or fleshing out of characters in this film. It's it's not that kind of film. Everyone plays a character and they just kind of do it serviceably. Do you think that um the co- the, the coach uh, played by Craig T. Nelson? Do you get any kind of Ted Levine vibes off him? A bit of bit of Buffalo Bill. Do you think that? <laughs> Like what's what's under the ice, Coach? <laughs> you reckon he's just like making some people suits? I think so. <laughs> when you go in for a triple axel, <laughs> yeah. On the funny moments, I I actually I really like the concept of uh, this rich guy adopting someone purely based on their athletic skills. I, I found the opening scene actually very funny. Sorry, I thought you were going somewhere else. (laughs) No, I did. Like, I I actually, I wish that that had maybe been played more into. Yeah, I actually, I agree. I think it's a shame. I think it's a shame that William Fitchner exits this film so early. Yeah, to me, that's a movie in itself. I would watch a movie just of William Fitchner adopting after adopting and just dropping these kids when they let him down. I think that in itself is almost a funnier concept than where the film goes. Hell, let's have a network TV show about it. 20 episodes a year of William Fitchner adopting and then disowning kids. Honestly, I would watch that. I feel like that is a very, very funny concept, you know, and especially because at first, you know, you kind of think it might just be figure skating. But then when they talk a little bit about his character and he he just does this for any kind of pro athletic sport. He would have picked up Ivan Drago if he could have. Yes, yes. But where the film goes kind of devolves. And look, it was 2007. We are talking 13 years ago. We weren't as evolved back then as we are now. Basically, the film is a big gay joke, really. It's a a big joke that these two men are are figure skating with each other. And look, there's humour there for sure. We We all chuckle when Will Ferrell lifts up John Hedder by the nuts. But- I mean, see, I'm I'm actually going to give points to the film here, where because I, for me, the moments with those two being like, "Ew, we don't want to touch." The joke is these two guys being dumb and insecure, not haha gay stuff. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. I can I can understand that point of view. There's enough fingerprints on this film to make me go, you know what, people people put in real effort and actually thought about this stuff, like even like bits of the filmmaking. Like there's one, you think of the, a great edit actually, a great cut when Will Ferrell's being alcoholic and on the the kid's ice, magical yeah, yeah, kingdom, yeah. whatever, where he leans over to have a spew and we cut to a smoothie being made. And it's like, it's some kind of almost, it's like kind of Edgar Wrighty sort of stuff. And it's like, you know, this is not, this wasn't just thrown together. Like this, the studio kind of just looked at the script and gone, Yep, cool. We'll give you X million dollars, but clearly we don't care if you care. Yeah, it's it's not it's not like the past ten years of Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not. Yes, uh, yeah, that's for sure. I'm trying to think what because because I don't tend to like this kind of film. I, I I'm having a bit of trouble with the chronology. When did Will Ferrell become Will Ferrell? This was after Anchorman. Yeah, I'm tr- I'm trying to think. I think this was around like the time of like Talladega Nights. So I think this was kind of like mid Will Ferrell career. Yeah. I mean, this is in what people that like Will Ferrell, I assume, consider peak Will Ferrell run. You would think so. All right. Let me read out to you a bit of a 
a run that Will Ferrell goes on. Yep. So Elf is 2003. Uh, okay, yeah. Anchorman is 2004. It surprises me that Elf is before Anchorman. Oh, he does that bewitched film in 2005. Oh, um, yeah. Talladega Nights 2006. Stranger Than Fiction 2006. Right. Um, and then this 2007, Step Brothers 2008, Semi Pro 2008. I'd have thought that Feral fans consider this to be very much in the run of peak Feral. Good on Will, though. Making a great living, I'm willing to bet. Like, if I went out drinking with Will, I quite frankly would expect him to buy. All of the drinks. Yeah, but you're kind of a bit. You're kind of a bit. You're kind of a bit cheap. You'd expect that from anyone you go out with. Well, also, I buy very expensive beers. <laughs> this is true. I'm glad that Bent Spoke is still operating. By the way, on a yeah, so not not fully, but yeah, just takeaway. But I can still get beer. Yeah. <laughs> well, because essential services are still open, and well, yeah. they count. We know, I mean, within about 20 minutes of the kind of announcement, I don't, you're not really a Twitter user, but just about every tweet directed towards, you know, our government was, you need to define essential services. And everyone was tagging Dan Murphy's, which is like the big bottle O in Australia. It's been like, please, Dan Murphy's is an essential service, is it not? And uh, yes, it was confirmed that it is. <laughs> <laughs> um. And okay, another thing that I will give this movie absolute props for, the image of Will Arnett laid out on a bear rug is just an image I didn't realise that I needed in my life. <laughs> How fucking glorious was that shot? It's funny, you know, this is going to sound really weird and like I do it all the time, but if I picture Will Arnett, he's on a bear rug. And I, I don't think I associate that with this movie. I think that's just the vibe I get from him. He just seems like that kind of guy. Well, it's it's a very Joe Bluth move as well. It, it is. And that's what I'm wondering if he if he has done that in Arrested Development and I'm just forgetting because it, I feel like I'm picturing that very vividly. <laughs> I mean, from I don't think I've ever seen that in an- I mean, I haven't caught up with most recent Arrested Development because I've been told just don't. Yeah, um, don't. It's really sad. So, I don't recall having seen it in the show, but you can just imagine Joe doing it. Yeah. I really, really do want you to use this lockdown as a chance to finally watch the US office. I'm just- I don't give a fuck about TV. That's not true. That's not true. You you watch Parks and Rec, you, Shits Creek, you watch all kind of crap, mate. Yeah, I mean, Shits Creek is what, I, is what we're invested in at the moment. But, like, at any given time, I might have, like, one show that I give two shits about and then I'm like- Fuck it, I'm just putting West Wing back on. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I know that you were a Parks and Rec fan. Yeah, but I only watched it when I was house sitting for you when you were on your honeymoon. That's not true. You rewatched it recently. You rewatched it like a couple of months ago. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> how, when what, what year did you get married? You're like the Australian government. You're just contradicting yourself constantly. What, what year did you get married? Uh, 2013. Okay, so I I went a span of 7 years where I didn't finish the show. And but didn't feel compelled to jump back on because I just don't care about television. Yeah. Okay. Apart from the West Wing, it's it is and worth sh- watching. And Studio sixty and Sports Night and the Newsroom. But outside of Aaron Sorkin, I don't care. Trust me, you will fall just as much in love with Jenna Fisher as I have. You really will. I'm I'm sorry. I don't. Well, I was going to say I don't have that much time because I spend so much time also watching sport, but not. Anymore. Not anymore. Last sport was announced closing today. 
That was like the last sport in the world. Yeah. Anyway, no, I'll be watching movies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of sport, do you, do you reckon that the Olympics play hardball with licensing their name for films? Because oh, in this, absolutely. I, I suspect so, because in this film, the Olympics is never mentioned. Um, no. And what they're striving towards is the World Winter Sports Games. Yes, yes, I know. <laughs> it's like, I, don't, I know you don't watch a lot of anime, but there's a thing where, like, there's always McDonald's stores, but they're called McRonald's. <laughs> or, or with an upside down M as Wookdonald's. <laughs> Going back to Will Arnett in this film, did his character think he was just going to get away with literally hunting another human in daylight with a crossbow? Were yeah. there, were there going to be no repercussions to this? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Fucking incredible shit. <laughs> okay. If you here's a question, if you generally thought that you could get away with hunting another human being, I would do it with a crossbow. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I wouldn't do it with like a katana blade or something cool like that because I I might chicken out if I get <laughs> nice and close to them. But if I could just get them in my sights, <laughs> fucking bang! Would you would you rather hunt a human through the jungle or through the city? What would be more fun and thrilling, do you think? I think it'd be pre- pretty cool to just be, like, loose in New York with a crossbow hunting someone. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd go jungle. I'd be like Arnie in Predator. I have mud all over me. <laughs> Setting traps. <laughs> Snare me some human. You know nothing about traps. You are the least trappy person I know. Hey, in some parts they call me the trapper. No, they don't. <laughs> I, I honestly- Old trap and toaf, they say. Nah, if you got given a 12-hour head start, I don't think you could trap a human. I'd trap many humans. I, d- I don't think you could. I'd have a fucking Buffalo Bill pit. Nah, if you I'd and keep I- keep him in there. If you and I were just playing tag or something, I think it would take you in the order of 15 hours to catch me. Catch you? I'm very, I'm very slippery. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? Oh, you get puffed looking at stairs. Oh, mate, that's not true. I'm all fit now, mate. (laughs) Well, I can't see you anymore, so (laughs) no proof. Well, I'm all fit now. (laughs) I don't buy it. I I reckon I could outrun you easy. I don't I don't think you could catch me as long as there were no stairs involved. I catch you very quickly, my friend. You, you you've seen me try to climb a tree. <laughs> Do I still have the video of that? <laughs> I, I won't not. release it because I'm sure it's actually classed as workplace bullying. <laughs> Yeah, all you guys were laughing at me, filming me from the window. Well, in our defence, it was the funniest thing any of us had ever seen. All, all I was doing was trying to clean up the environment. I'm a person who cares. There was a plastic bag in a tree. It had been there for a week. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get that down. You were not trying to clean the environment. What you were what you were saying was, I, I, I could get that. Yeah. It had nothing to do and, and, with and conservation. I got, and, I, and I got very close. You got roughly two inches off the ground. <laughs> I've even, got the video. I don't even think I made it to the lowest bread. You shouldn't. <laughs> what, what are we talking about? Uh, Blades of Glory, 2007. Ah, yes, yes. One thing I was like, this movie pairs well with alcohol, I, I'm assuming. Like, I, I mean, when I put it on, I put it on reasonably late and I was already several beers in. And then at about, about the half hour mark, I was like, ah, I'm going to switch to whiskey. <laughs> and 
<laughs> like, I'm, I'm not kidding. I, I enjoyed my 90 minutes. It may have had something to do with the alcohol, but at the end of the 90 minutes, I was like, I, I don't feel bad about having watched this film. Did your partner watch it with you or was she still too invested in Smallville or was she sleeping? <laughs> she was sleeping. Here's a question, though. No, I'm not watching Smallville. No. <laughs> Best show ever. Um, would you rewatch this? Like, if your partner was like, oh, I thought you'd wait for me, would would you watch this again, say, this week? No. No. Okay. So, you didn't enjoy it that much? No. But I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. It's a movie I watched. So, figure skating, let's talk about the- like, Ask me anything. <laughs> well, let's talk about the choreography and the, and the song choices. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Actually, genuinely great choice with when Will Arnett and Amy Poehler are- doing their, you know, comment on, you know, urban whatever. And it's actually great because they're so off the mark. Yes. That's actually a really good choice in this film. Yeah, I I think that that's where, for me, the smartest decisions are in the the songs. Same with, um, you know, when they're, I want to say dancing, but it's not, I guess, skating to uh, I don't want to close my eyes. Yes. Like, that's a great moment. It's, yes, it's just the right amount of stupid. Yes. Yeah. To, and to me, that's that's where I feel like the film was missing the middle ground. I think there was too much on the kind of silly side, but at the same time, not leaning enough into it like, for example, a Monty Python film. Like, you watch Holy Grail, and that is a movie that is so silly that it's hard not to have fun with it. I feel like this was kind of in between. Like, it's it's not hitting the silliness of something like that or even, say, Billy Madison, which is just completely preposterous. Like, this had a fun concept, but I think it would have worked a lot better for me if they actually played a bit more into, like, if they were a bit more sincere with it, I think. All right. How are you scoring it, bud? I don't know what my sober score would be, <laughs> um, but- <laughs> The, the experience I had with this film on Saturday night was a 5 out of 10. It was fine. Yeah, I honestly... See, this is where I feel like you've messed up because there is no way that this film is on par with The Invisible Man. This film's final 20 minutes does not go off the rails nearly as much as The Invisible Man. The, no, that's just the most ridiculous like the high, thing The highs said. of Invisible Man are higher than this film, sure. Uh, also, I wasn't drinking when I watched Invisible Man. <laughs> I am certain that in 2020, our audience will have flipped on their perceptions of us. I feel like for most of our show, most people will think that I'm an idiot and that I make bad decisions. I'm sure that with 2020, most people are thinking that's you. <laughs> okay, well, that's fine. I'll just direct them to the Reindeer Games episode. And <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. Reindeer Games <laughs> is amazing. And All we wanted to do was eat turkey. <laughs> and we're the, back. The smile on his face. <laughs> Ben Affleck shit-eating grin. <laughs> yeah. That, that smile? Yes. That smile indeed. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I, I didn't think this thing was funny for 90 minutes straight, but there are points in time where, yeah, it was funny. I'm, I'm a four. I, th- I think it's- Yeah, I, I agree. I think, it's, I think it's fine overall. It's not a, it's not a bad movie. Um, I just, you know, for a comedy, I feel like I, I would have liked to have laughed a little bit more. But, mm. yeah, I'm giving it a four. Um, next week, what are we doing next week? Uh, I think, I think next week we're actually having a new release. I believe we are because- Of course. People have been, people have been dropping stuff on streaming like it's hot. Um, so next week we'll be getting to the new Pixar film Onward. 
Um, and then what week after that, cats? <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> All right. I'm going to, geez, I'm, you reckon I started drinking for this film? I'm going to be loaded for cats. In the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that at wewatchthething.com or wewatchthething at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all under the handle at wewatchthething. If you want to help support the show and make us watch something, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash wewatchthething, and we'll catch you next week. Stay in and watch a movie. You mean ice skating olation? <laughs> Wow, that that actually hurt <laughs> to hear. <laughs> I just hope that they keep Uber Eats going, <laughs> just like regardless of anything else. Oh, Uber really, Eats are fine. Yeah, I just really, really hope that there's I no can economic downturn for people who deliver food right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that that's where the money's at. <laughs> yeah, delivering food and Netflix, boom, and toilet paper. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, toilet paper. <laughs> You famously don't like buying toilet paper. You don't, don't like you don't like seeing like people seeing you do it. Like, I don't like no- seeing other people buying toilet paper. The whole thing is disgusting. Yeah, it makes you very uncomfortable for some reason. How have you gone with all this? Are, are you out of toilet paper? No, we're stocked. We're fine. <laughs> do you make your missus buy it for you now? Now. In principle, I will be working from home, which I'm Fuck very me, much I'm cutting so much this episode. <laughs> <laughs> just make it a really long post credit scene. Just do like ten minutes of post credit. <laughs> a dreadful episode. We're an embarrassment to ourselves and podcasters everywhere.